Fan, the ultimate pro wrestling podcast created by fans for fans. This is episode 114. I'm your host, collector, barber, musician, and most importantly, a professional wrestling podcaster, Talk Wrestling, Tim Gilbert. And I'm your host, the architect of pro wrestling podcast, Booker Andy. I'm also host and no selling resident indie fan and football lover, Jeremy. All right. And once again, all three of us are back to uh, discuss and review the happenings in the world of pro wrestling. This week, we're going to be talking about Tony Khan and Jinder Mahal's awkward Twitter exchange. Excuse me, X exchange. You know, she goes to show my age there. CM Punk and Drew McIntyre's promo. More WWE injuries. And uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff as well, including TNA, so which we don't normally talk about. Of course, please stick around to the end. I'm back this week. We'll be doing my classic show of the week. Uh, for social media stuff, guys, please help us out if you go look up at the PW Fan on all platforms and hit us with a follow. goes a long way for us on YouTube. It's uh, youtube.com backslash at the PW Fan Pod. And then we got t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, going to get some new art going this year. You know, it's been a long time coming, but I think it's about time uh, this summer. Hopefully spring, summertime, we'll have some new designs up, but we have all the classic stuff up there. Um, all right, Andy, I want to pass it over to you. All three of us are finally back. It's good to be here. So let's talk a little wrestling. Uh, so I'm going to get into the Tony Khan and Jinder Mahal stuff after we talk about Raw, because that spawned from the Jinder Seth segment, which came first. So let's get into Raw. Raw opened up with uh, Drew McIntyre, and uh, he was talking about how he came up short the week before um, to win the world title. And after a couple minutes of ranting and mentioning CM Punk's name, um, Punk's music hit, crowd popped. Uh, Yeah, dude, I mean, okay, so... They had his promo segment back and forth. Drew McIntyre was very good on the mic. I was really impressed uh, with him. He he crushed it. Some might say he did better than Punk. Depends on who you talk to. Um, so he he ripped into Punk for various reasons. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna say some of the things that you talked about, Tim? I'm sure you watched this segment more than us. The summary of what Drew was saying is that you know in his original run when he was the chosen one like 10 over 10 years ago that he was having trouble navigating the waters behind the scenes and that he could have used a leader like cm punk to uh or he said you always called yourself the locker room leader he's like well i could have used a leader when i was going through some stuff but instead instead you thought of me as a threat and held me down basically and uh you know, which I thought Drew was great in this promo, great on the mic, um, really good delivery. And then Punk's retort was also very good, uh, passionate. He basically said, you know, uh, you know, if you're if you're the type of person that saw a bad side of me, it says more about you than me because I'm a really nice guy until it's time not to me anymore. And then he looked at his watch and he said, and it's looking like it's getting to be about that time. And then they talked about the Royal Rumble and then went more into a 
uh, classic pro wrestling selling the pay-per-view. Yeah, so Drew talking about the leader stuff, uh, that stemmed from an old story that Punk walked into the locker room one time and said, as locker room leader, um, mm-hmm. I believe that's, that's yeah. where that came from. <laughs> and story. Drew ended up calling uh, uh, Punk a demon, and Punk <clears throat> would end up saying, I'm not a demon, that he's Satan himself when he's pushed. Pushed. And he said he's a really nice guy until it's time to be until it's time not to be, um, like Tim said. And he also said during this part that uh, if basically if that's his opinion of him, it says a lot more about Drew than it does of of Punk. Um, and that's why then he said the whole nice guy stuff. So uh, super impressed with this promo segment from both, especially if it's just a one off and they're not doing a storyline with one another. Yeah, it was a nice build to the Rumble then. Like, you know how they make like little mini feuds when they uh, are in the Rumble. Um, it's been interesting to see between these two. Well, it seems like, you know, this is, uh, say, like you said, mini feud of like an in the Rumble feud. Yeah, they're like, they'll see Punk each other. Punk said he'll, he'll be, since he's such a nice guy, <laughs> he'll take Drew out last in the Rumble. Yeah, so I mean, that's like, it could be Drew and Punk. And probably Cody and someone else that is the final four. Drew Punk, Cody, and Randy. Dude, wrestling goes AJ so hard. D. Wrestling goes so hard right now. <laughs> so good. Or WWE, I should say. But TNA, that was they dude, that show looked good. We'll I have to, I gotta yeah. go. I, we'll get to it, but I gotta go back and watch that. The building actually looked really good. They brought back the old they, uh, TNA had a great Osprey was pressure. Osprey on that show or was he on the next thing? Uh, there was Okada. something that happened like that. Okada was on it. Yeah, Okada. I think there was, but TNA had an event like the next day or whatever. Mm. Yeah, was, like, Osprey a televised was thing. There. And Osprey was on that. He faced uh, something Alexander. I forget his name, but he's like the Canadian guy. And it was like yeah. a part two. They've had a match before. Apparently, yeah. that was super good. Dang. TNA, yeah, their um, first pair of you back was great. Who would have thought TNA in 2024 was like, hey, we're coming? <laughs> I'm like, this is who would have thought TNA in 2024? Period. I know, still, still be alive, dude. Yeah, it's dude, still it, going all it, these years later. Which it is never like, dies, dude. It's always there. Then the well, guy, they always they always knew how big they were, TNA's and they never always, tried to do like huge arenas. Well, like, we know. you missed well, you missed the era when they did try Hogan and when Hogan and everyone took over. They tried to go to arenas. Okay, well. Let's say let's and say that I just they became point realistic out, of their. They stuff. tried to go to arenas, and it looked a lot like something that I'm seeing every week. <laughs> I'm just saying the way it looks with the attendance. Uh, well, TNA is smart, TNA, dude. They continue. ran they ran that smaller building, but like the all the uh, the television like looked good, so like it looked good. Yeah. It looked full. Well, it's like what they what NXT does. They just run that building, and they keep their size what it is. I mean, if if TNA ever went on the road, I'd go I see TNA. I, like I, I don't know if I'm like the only one. NXT. I hate yeah. that set. I hate that NXT set. I don't know. Well, yeah, the one now I don't like as much I as like it. when they had Full Sail University. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it looked better. Um, well, 
So strong opening segment from Raw, Drew McIntyre, CM Punk. It set the tone of the show uh, and definitely, I think, pulled people in. But afterwards, we had a uh, segment with Michael Cole and, uh, and Nia Jax. Um, I mean, not right away, but but a little while later. Uh, and it quickly turned into a con- confrontation with Rhea Ripley. Uh, these two, uh, Nia was basically claiming that um, Nia only didn't win the match. I believe it was in Saudi Arabia because it wasn't a singles match. At Crown Jewel, it was like five women. Um, so I was talking to Jeremy about this before the pod started. That we we were trying to go down the list of like what matches are going to be at Rumble because Gunther returns tonight as we're watching Raw, and yeah. Jeremy had asked like, does he have a match? I was like, no. So I think it's the two. Many. Yeah, it's two Rumble matches: the women's and the men's. Then we're gonna have the the Roman title match. We're gonna have uh, Logan Paul and Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. There is no match yet for Seth's title. And then I'm thinking this brings me back to what we were talking about. It's gonna be Rhea versus Nia, just that Rumble, based on how this segment went. Yeah. So we'll have to see. Um, I mean, I don't want something like that at Mania. Do you think Rhea comes into the men's rumble this year? No. China? No. No. No, like like they try to do it with Nia, didn't no. they? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. I <laughs> I gotta figure out how to set uh, look, uh, guys, if you're watching on video, you can see it. I got to figure out how to set it up. I got one of these things that we can start doing funny, like, you know, sound effects, like during it. Like oh, a, you like set, you set a sound to it? Like, yeah, look, you just, like, hit that. But I got I to gotta get it, the samples set up. I mean, record Jeremy's, me like, awesome. More, more editing for me. <laughs> the champion of the North. The champion of the North. <laughs> Uh, we had a women's tag team title match. Caden Carter and Katana Chance retained against the former champs Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. And this always happens as soon as I'm talking about someone they're on TV. Um, then I thought this video was really entertaining. It was an R-Truth video talking about his history with the Judgment Day, telling the story of how he joined the Judgment Day, which the entire thing was false. But um, at one point, the part that made me pop, he was like, he's like, I don't know who Tominick is. Or are Tom and Nick? He's like, but they—I bet they were pretty That's nice Tom. guys. Tom and Nick instead of Dominic. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. Our truth is now the number one and number two spot of merch sales. He's bumped Punk down to three. That's and four. so funny. Tim thought it was a lie when I was talking to him about it last night. I was like, no. And I showed him the shirts. It's a live, laugh, love shirt. And then the shirt that is <laughs> handmade, basically with the. Duct tape adding his name to the R yeah. made Judgment Day shirt. It's terrible. That's so um, funny. Who knew, man? All right, let's get into this Seth Rollins Jinder Mahal thing. Um, normally, it would just be kind of a segment that no one would really talk about for the next week until the match happened, but because of what happened, I guess the day after Raw or two days after Raw. People are now talking about it. So, uh, this segment, Seth Rollins came to the ring to give a promo about the upcoming uh, Royal Rumble. 
and the road to WrestleMania. Ginger Mahal came out who last time we saw him was, I believe, the week before with The Rock. Rollins made fun of him and how he was attacked by The Rock. Um, there was a little uh, promo back and forth. Um, you know, it seemed like Jinder was kind of becoming a punchline, but because he's a good wrestler, and Tim was a fan of him when he was WWE champion. <laughs> I think Tim I saw I, him in the Punjab. We've said it before. I but saw him in the Punjabi prison, prison live. That's the chair I sit on. Live, live to be live. Yeah. Tim it's sits terrible. on his battleground chair. This is a terrible paper. Battleground. Is Jinder's on the chair, right? Yes. It's also this is redemption. I'm sitting on Jinder's face right now. But uh this is <laughs> He's lucky I showered. Uh the Philly pay-per-view mate when we go to Mania, the Philly pay-per-view. When we go to Mania, the big pay-per-view of the year. <laughs> Uh, this is redemption for my battleground trip to Philly. This will be much better. Was there ever a good battleground pay per view though? I mean, I should have known. I feel like all of them were like pretty bad. In my no, in dude, my no. in my head, I was like, "Look, they know Philly's a smart crowd. Like, it's got to be good." And now they were like, "Fuck yeah, it, we're gonna do what we want." This is strictly <laughs> under. The, this is the Vince era, though. Like, very hard, much the Vince. Yeah. Era. yeah. Um. So again, normally though, this gender and Seth segment would just it would just be another segment. But um, let's wrap up Raw and then we'll talk about what was tweeted out. So, main event of Raw was Cody Rhodes defeating Shinsuke Nakamura in a street fight. Um, I thought it was a, a good match. Um, pretty solid, especially considering I don't really care for street fights. But um, I'm hoping this is the last these two do anything together. If you're, what can you do past the street fight? Like a Hell in a Cell, a cage? There's no need for it with these these two guys. So yeah, hopefully after the Rumble, smarter. something else starts for Cody. We'll see. All I know, I was telling you, Jeremy, I was like, no matter how the booking is at Mania, it's going to be good, and we're going to see it. Yeah. Either yeah. way, we're gonna. It's gonna be. We're gonna be satisfied with whatever plan they go. With. I mean, of course, they have to go with Punk and I wouldn't but say the it. other booking. Let's not say any the other plan. booking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So that covers Raw. Let's get into. So out of nowhere, Tony Khan, who we've talked about, and his tweeting. Someone needs to just get him off. I'll go and through it, his. Tweets. It's it's also been a while since something like this happened too, which I was like. I don't. I thought he changed, but so really Tim, change. did the tweet come first, or did the cage match thing come first? You were telling me the story. So the the because I, I have the tweets in front of me. If you want to tell, if you want to set a, it up, I mean, the chronological order is something along the lines of that USA Network tweeted when the Jaguars lost. They retweeted something of Tony Khan, or they retweeted something of the Jacksonville Jaguars saying uh, playoff tickets are on sale now. And they retweeted it with the Kurt Angle meme that everybody's been using, where he's like doing the blinking thing. <laughs> and uh, so that was just like a little shot at Tony Khan. They didn't, Tony Khan didn't respond to that. And then somebody, I guess Andy can get into more details, but somebody had tweeted something like, 
about the about the show and the USA Network account again responded or I think it was USA Network responded to that and said what did cage match give it what how many stars yeah, did so cage they wrote match give it? they replied to the Raj uh, Giri G-I-R-I they said what was the cage match rating first of all before we get into it whoever runs a USA Network account is hilarious it's savage <laughs> they're definitely a wrestling fan they're they know so I don't know if this was a of I I don't remember how it works I don't know if this was a reply to that but Tony Khan's tweet was a moral victory for USA is one win more than world title challenger Jinder Mahal has in the in, in the past 364 days because it's been literally a full year since he won a match you really put AEW in our place getting Jinder Mahal in a big match on your TV show do it more often what is this problem? I mean, I um, to <laughs> to which like Corey Graves would write gender rules. Uh, gender replied with who the fuck is hook? Watch Monday Night Raw on USA Network oh Monday. If you have Eastern Standard Time. I saw um, that one. Everyone was like, Hook's getting like stray shots right now. <laughs> he's not even involved in this. He's not even involved. So. I'm trying to find. So then Tony Khan wrote a double standard hook. He tagged hooked and said 28 to one career record on winning streak calls out the champ. A logical challenge sparks online outrage. Ginger has literally lost every single match he's in for the past year. Immediately gets a title shot. Where's the rage? Hashtag AW dynamite tomorrow on TBS. <laughs> that's no, my no, favorite part of the way that like, he ends it though. But no, yeah. that's, but that's actually, you read it in the wrong order. So Tony Khan wrote that. And then Jinder responded to that and said, who the fuck is hook? Who the watch, fuck is hook? Yeah. Watch raw on USA network. <laughs> yeah. So the thing I've been texting you guys and like, I've been seeing online is, I mean, based on the internet wrestling, internet community, like it seems like Tony Khan just made a mini star out of Jinder Mahal again because people are going to be rooting for him to spite Tony Khan. Yeah. Yeah. Agree? Also, that's, the thing, that's also the thing that I was telling you before this was like, I don't know how much of the WWE audience is that involved with this. Like, that's you know, I, like, yeah. the, like the Mania crowd, yeah, and like all the pay crowds, yeah, but not like the weekly. I'd say at least half of the arena from what I'm watching because – like I told y'all, Ginger got out of the car tonight as I was watching, yeah, and you cheer. could hear some boos, but you could also hear some cheers. <laughs> and the fact that that is that is way more cheers than he got any of the past few weeks, yeah, means that Which, someone's paying attention. I'd before, be cheering if I was there. Yeah, before any of this, do you think WWE's plan was at all like to have anything with Ginger? Like, I feel like it was just a filler thing. No, I think this was just like a one-off thing, and now I'm like, maybe they're gonna start booking Ginger. I don't know, just. <laughs> Dude, gender is dope, as I used to say. <laughs> so I, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's the main event tonight. I'm curious. We'll talk about it next week, but I'm curious of. Yeah. I'm curious of what uh, I, I what had the a audience gender, reaction is. I had a gender uh, Mahal shirt for a little bit, but then it doesn't fit anymore because I've, you know, <laughs> I've I've changed size. It's it's meant to be it's changed. <laughs> it's meant to be. So. He's the that's, he's my, that's, he, that is the he's, Tony Khan. He's my modern beef. day Maharaja. Just so you know. 
Um, I had read on Ringside News that, you know, there were some superstars in the back that were embarrassed by Tony Khan's tweets. I think this happens every time Tony Khan goes left field and starts tweeting like he's not the boss of a million dollar company, but, you know, yeah. teach their own. I don't number know. Number two is always mentioning number one. That's what bothers me. Come on. AEW. Is like Daniel Bryan going to find him? AEW's oh, yeah. got this positive push, positive energy. Come on. We need some we need AEW to I just don't good. I think everyone though, I mean I watch AEW. I just don't want the boss to be tweeting shit. I mean, I yeah. agree. I mean it makes sense. <laughs> That's the only thing I like uh, Should we talk about while we're on AEW, should we talk about who showed up in New Japan? Yeah. Let's start with that. All right. Well, apparently security wasn't told or wasn't informed that he was going to be running in the ring. <laughs> That's so funny. But uh, a wrestler known as Jack Perry made a, his debut in New Japan. And he has a, he has a beard now. He's the scapegoat. And he was wearing an armband that says scapegoat <laughs> on it. And in the middle of the ring, he ripped up what looked like his AEW contract. Now, I assume that Tony Khan, if he was with the company still, wouldn't want Jack Perry to do that. So I feel like he might actually not be with AEW anymore. I mean, I feel like he's still with AEW. Why would he show up in New Japan for the first time after not seeing him in months instead of not showing up on AEW television? I mean, why would that be your first time back? But why would that be your first time back? It's not like he showed up at Wrestle Kingdom. He just showed up on like... It could be that Tony Khan doesn't want him on AEW and that's a way to get rid of him. I don't know. And also, it was funny. I saw the uh, spin of that Kurt Angle meme. I was on Twitter. Like People were like, when CM Punk sees Jack Perry uh, ripping up his AEW contract and seeing it's that easy to get um, fired from, or um, out of AEW rather than punching your coworkers. <laughs> well, everyone online is saying he's not with AEW anymore. Because remember, he was suspended indefinitely. And then he right. made his appearance at NJPW. But doesn't he let your contract not run through then? Like, um, you know, when you get suspended, like your contract is extended then because you're not wrestling. And then to have scapegoat written, it's just like, I don't know, man. I mean, wrestling does blur the lines, but if they're if if they if he's still working with AEW and Tony Khan, then they got he got me. He did say something to the camera too, something about like picking up the phone. But he like, didn't say didn't something get... like, "I can't wait to use sugar glass." <laughs> and then he finds out that New Japan doesn't really use real glass either. Cry me a river, safer. Yeah. Crime a river. So that's the face he's making in it when he's. Um, yeah. A little angry boy. I guess being friends with the Bucks doesn't actually help you get back into AEW. How's he the scapegoat though? This is what bothered me. They punked. They or they fired Punk too. I don't know. He's trying to make it a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Whatever. Or he's the victim. Yeah, stop trying to make fetch happen, like Tim said the other <laughs> week. All right, AW Dynamite. 
Um, Hangman Page defeated Claudio Castagnoli. There was a eight-man tag match. Preston Vance teaming up with Adam Copeland, Dustin Rhodes, and Orange Cassidy, and they defeated Brian Cage, The Gates of Agony, and Lance Archer. Um, I believe this was like a homecoming episode because they were in uh, Daly's place. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah, and it was kind of like, a, uh, that was like a more of a tribute for Brody Lee for those matches. Yeah. Those tag team ones. Well, that's where the the first big Brody Lee tribute show happened was in Daly's Yeah. Place. Uh, Samojo came out and had an in-ring promo. Uh, he said record and reputation are in the decision of the championship committee would determine his challengers. Um, I'm reading here. Is Brian Danielson on that committee too? <laughs> uh, the crowd seems to like Joe, which is cool. Um, even thanking him at one point. Um, maybe the MJF fatigue was real. Yeah. I don't know, but Swerve Strickland and Prince Nana would end up coming out. Um, Hangman would also come out with with a mustache. Now, yep, he's rocking. He's rocking like a mustache. Yeah, he's rocking a thick mustache. Um, and it seems like you know Swerve wants to be the next challenger, but Hangman might be in his way again, or maybe we'll get a triple threat. I don't know. But the week before, I believe, Hook challenged Samoa Joe in a backstage uh, video that was shown. So spotlight shone up like Hook was Batman, and uh, <laughs> Hook came out. And all he did was walk around the ring, right? right? He didn't really do much. Then he got yeah, in the ring, right? Or just stared at him. He didn't, like, say anything, I don't think. No, then he said something. He said it to the camera, though, not on the mic, but he said something about next week. For or he said one week, something like yeah, that. Yeah, one week. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So I guess that's this Wednesday. I mean, yeah. Look, Hook's not going to win. Okay. No. No. I mean, it's a good filler match since they don't have another pay per view until what next month, the end of next month. I mean. Yeah. Um. Then we had Sammy Guevara defeating Ricky Starks, and afterwards, Big Bill and Ricky Starks would attack. And this next part was weird, but uh, Chris Jericho would would run out to save him, and they just kept playing his theme song throughout the entire attack. I don't know if it was like to stop chance against Jericho, but sure it was almost it was. a time like like wild thing just kept playing over and over. And that's <laughs> yeah, how it was. Right. It was like they're like fighting around the arena, and Jericho's music just. <laughs> Yeah, going, going yeah, on the, a loop. This time it was definitely because they didn't want to hear any booze or whatever it was. Um, Which well, they need to get that feud over with then if they're really going to keep Jericho. Let me see. Because they I did read have something a, today about um, it was it was for live live events. Um, yeah, instructions. Oh, you mean that instruction thing. That's yeah, not real. Instructions li- oh, damn it. Well, they spelled Jericho's name wrong on, on the whole thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, the part I was going to read said uh, no signs mentioning Kylie Ray, Chris Jericho in a negative light, or Chris Jericho and Kylie Ray. Yeah. Because I was like reading that too, and I was like, wow, they're really doing this. And then you look at Jericho, and like it's all misspelled. And I don't know like who wrote that, but. There, yeah, and you know how the people were like leaking the rumble stuff and leaking the mania thing or the elimination chamber. 
There yeah. was like misspellings on that, and people were just calling the people out. Here, really, really. I know, like there was still like a huge threat, and people were taking it seriously. I'm like, guys, like come on, <laughs> you not see this. Um, but the main event was Sting and Darby Allen defeating Hobbs and Takeshka, and it was revealed to us who Sting's last match will be, and it's going to be a tag match, is what it's looking like at least. Darby Allen and Sting versus the Young Bucks, who returned. Uh, also rocking mustaches. The hung bucks. Weird, weird mustaches. <laughs> the hung bucks. Extremely hung. How do you feel with the young bucks? I mean, I don't, I don't, I didn't really expect. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to, I expected for Sting's last match to say, but like, I didn't think it was going to be a singles match because he is sixty-two or whatever he is. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know what to say about it. You know what I mean? Like. I guess yeah. he's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. If that's uh, if that's what he wants, then yeah, that's what. Yeah, he, he did pick it too. Thing did. Have you guys seen all this stuff with the Hardys and like maybe they're going through some character changes? Because Jeff's like tweeting out stuff that's like, it, it's he's, like he's like kind of complaining. He, he is. He's, like, yeah, making, he definitely is complaining. <laughs> yeah. But he's not making it sound like like you can't prove that he's complaining. Yeah, and also like this is like not really wrestling news, but like Matt Hardy and Revy Hardy got are getting divorced. Yeah, there's really? weird stuff with like her TikTok. Yeah, that's weird. So I think they're uh, just yeah, going through a lot. <laughs> one one of Jeff's tweets was "Don't miss hashtag AW Collision." It's going to be another amazing Saturday night of pro wrestling like it always is. We, the Hardys, only work one show a week because <laughs> we're the Hardys. We prefer hashtag AW Dynamite. The dimension of AW Collision was designed for punks. Um, <laughs> and he had another thing, like another time about not being on Dynamite and being on, on Rampage. He's like, it was designed for yeah. punks. I need to talk <laughs> to all my creatures of the night right now. Stop it. That's how I felt. That's how I felt when he used to talk on the microphone. Yeah. And also, like, I don't know. The Hardys can't go as much, definitely as much as they can or could before. So I don't know what really they're complaining about. Tim re-showed me that video that he likes of Jeff Hardy. (laughs) Jeff just (laughs) slipping on the back and then falling face first. It's time um, to hang it up, my heroes. Yeah, I mean, Cage Side Seats wrote, <laughs> Matt Hardy says the Hardy's new direction starts tonight on AEW Rampage. Um, Matt Hardy said, we're obviously heading in a new direction. I'm looking for reactions, and Jeff is looking for reactions. And I'm very excited for everyone to see the segment that airs on Rampage that happens on the 12th. It's going to be yeah, a great segment go. with us and Mark Briscoe, and yeah. I think we might do some more business with Mark Briscoe, um, which they did have a backstage segment with I'm not really talking about Rampage this week, but um, that is one of the things that happened. They're basically a, a trio. I think they're going for like a trio. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he just goes on and on and on. But yeah. So I, maybe that's the direction that they're going in. But yeah. It's weird that Jeff Hardy's tweeting because he like never seen. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. No, dude. Isaiah is not with them anymore. He's no, back with Private, private Party. Party back. Uh, private Party's back. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, so that wraps up Dynamite. Miss, with the sting miss those days. Stuff. <laughs> I no, think. No, no one <laughs> Do does. you? Uh, 
Um, so SmackDown, SmackDown was supposed to open up with Cameron Grimes against Grayson Waller, but it never happened because Solo and Jimmy Uso attacked Cameron Grimes during his entrance. They were accompanied by Paul Heyman, and they got in the ring. Uh, Heyman basically painted SmackDown uh, manager Nick Aldis as a villain, and basically Nick Aldis was like right there the whole, the whole time. Um, the whole story, I guess, is, you know, they're still trying to control the GMs like they could with uh, Adam Pierce, and they can't do it with Nick Aldis. One day, I hope for Nick Aldis and Roman. We've talked about this before. Maybe this is a good way, because Roman and Paul have been getting mad at, at Nick. It could be one of those times after he, after Mania. Could be. I hope so. Uh, I mean, Aldis is a good wrestler, so it'd, it'd be cool to see him. And like we talked about, I mean, he can get, he's a big guy like Roman, you know, the size matchup would, would be pretty good. It's not like that crazy of an idea. Yeah. Um, but during this segment, Nick Aldis, uh, made a match for Randy, AJ and Ellie Knight to team up against, um, Solo and Jimmy and a partner of their choosing for the main event. So that was uh, the, the story of the night, basically, until our main event of, you know, they would be looking for a partner, and then uh, one of those people would be like Bobby Lashley, like, look to, and people kept saying no, and eventually they were like, we're just going to do it, us too. I liked when he so, tried to get Carlito, when he brought him the apple. Who, Heyman? Heyman brought Carlito yeah. an apple to try to bribe him, and yeah. Carlito ended up saying no, that his sights were set on Santos Escobar. And he took the apple anyway, and Heyman said that the a yes and the apple were a were a package it's a deal. Package deal. Uh, so I think our first official match. No, actually, it was not. It was the third official match. It was Bianca Belair would defeat Bailey. Um, if I was booking Mania, I think I would go Bailey versus Io Sky. I think yeah. they turn on her before. Mania, Bailey gets kicked out, and you have Bailey versus Io Sky for the championship, and Bailey goes over because Io's title reign has been very lackluster. So uh, yeah, they just haven't done anything really with her. I feel like no, no. I mean, I like I like the group, but with her specifically in her title reign, it yeah, mm-hmm. maybe like after the Rumble or something. I don't know, but also maybe. then. Bailey has to win the rumble then. Um, no. Well, that's. I think she's in one of the top <laughs> betting odds. But I want to see Becky win it to face Rhea. Either yeah. either way, I mean, I hope they get there. With I hope they get there with Bailey and or Rhea and Becky, whether they one of them wins the rumble or not. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. Uh, had an in-ring segment where they're still angry about Karrion Cross and the Authors of Pain attacking the week before, and they challenged them to meet them in the ring. Uh, Paul L... Is it L-Ring or L-Rig? L-Rig. L-Rig. Uh, came out of the dark and pointed to the video on the screen where a warning from Karrion Cross aired. Um, Karrion Cross would label his new group as the Final Testament. How do you feel about that tune? It's kind of a sick name. Okay. 
Okay. Well, Bobby Lashley's Twitter, or what do we? It's kind of hard. I mean, look, like all names like that, it's a little cheesy, but like it's kind of hard at the same time. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's been said on TV, but Bobby Lashley's ex account, his profile says that he's the leader of the Pride. So I don't know if that's the group that he's. Yeah, it's a good name, I think. That's why he's calling his group with the Street Profits instead of the Hurt Business. Yeah. Mm. But also, like like we said before, like any stuff that Karen Cross does, like promo-wise or like look-wise, is really cool. But his wrestling is just so boring. And so like, yeah, I just try to His presentation this. is great. It's just like once this he starts wrestling, him. just like... Yeah, yeah, this part of him, I was like, this is cool. Like, I, I've always loved his entrance. I think that yeah. I think... Like everything about it is always awesome, but yeah. And then it's like ding, 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 and then it's <sighs> you're like, all right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think though. I mean, so I I think th- I enjoyed this segment. I like the idea of both groups going at each other, and I like the idea of carrying cross with a group rather than by himself. Especially AOP. Yeah. AOP is awesome, and I'm excited for people and fans that. You know, time's flown by. I don't think people realize how long it's been since AOP hasn't been there. I feel like there's yeah, a lot crazy. of people that might not know yeah. who AOP is. Yeah. Like yeah, NXT I mean, AOP as well. Not like that's th- main roster. I don't think, yeah, I don't think a lot of people, yeah, I don't think a lot of people would even know, you know. Um, But moving forward, as Tim mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, there was another injury. Uh, and this one took place on SmackDown. So, let's see what we got. Corey J got injured this week on NXT. Um, two weeks ago, she actually did. Uh, Giovanni Vinci got injured. Yeah, ACL. Yeah, torn ACL, which apparently is a common thing. There's something with uh, ACLs and the women. Uh, some blames getting put on training, according to Meltzer. Um. Because Nikita Lyons torn her ACL, uh, Tegan Knox has torn her ACL, Core Jay's torn her ACL. I thought it was like uncommon, or is that what they were saying? It's, it's common it? lately in the women's yeah. NXT like division. Yeah. Um, but Giovanni Vinci got a concussion uh, like two two weeks ago, and then this week on SmackDown, Carmelo Hayes, who he'll be full time on the main roster soon for sure. Um, they keep pulling him up, but he faced Austin Theory, and there was a spot. So it was a top rope maneuver in which Theory. So I'm trying to explain it, but Theory clearly landed on the top of his head, and it looked like though Carmelo's head like came down and landed on top of Theory's. Head. Oh no, Theory got the worst of it. It was yeah. almost like a concussion from the front, is what it seemed like, but. Um, yeah, I mean, both their heads. The, X, the X's were thrown up. The The match was called off after That's that. I think both guys got hurt, but uh, scary. Austin Theory took the brunt of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's the second so one. The match was called off, and Corey Graves, uh, Kevin Patrick, you know, did their usual um, putting over the risk and danger of being in the ring um, before transitioning to the next co- topic. But um, I think, what was it, the week before, Jeremy? I was like, you know, when they do throw up the X, you know, we, we've always been told like that it's serious. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to throw it up 
as part of a storyline. I don't think that's a thing. I think they just call it off if it's like part of a storyline. Yeah. That way yeah. they don't confuse doctors and like people backstage, you know. Yeah. I think the sense. X is only reserved for that. And so this is the second time in like two or three two weeks. weeks that yeah. yeah, that's been but uh uh Austin Theory was put on I forget what it's called, but it's basically a list that you're not good to go. Um, right. So I'm I'm reading the update now of what it was called, and of course I can't find it. But um, it's something about medical protocol. He's 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 not cleared, and so I don't know what plans they might have had storyline with him moving forward. But they're gonna have to be on hold right now. Yeah, and then our main event was Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Ellen Knight teaming up against Solo Sokoa and Jimmy Uso. Randy was attacked at the beginning of the match, and so it was basically a two-on-two for most of it until Randy came back, and uh, they would end up winning the match against the Bloodline. Roman was not there. Um, what do you know? Now, Tim, speaking of the Bloodline, this is before you hopped on. I was telling you, oh, Andy, read, the Roman. Yes. <laughs> uh, Roman, his pay-per-view schedule so far has has come out. He'll be at the Rumble. He'll be at Mania, so not Elimination Chamber. So, therefore, there goes my rock and Roman at Chamber yeah. idea. And he's not due for Backlash in France. So, the next time we'll see him after Mania is SummerSlam. Okay. That's crazy. Damn. And we talked last week, you know, does he keep it through Mania? And that way he faces Gunther in Berlin, icy title versus like champ versus champ. It'd be huge for Berlin for Gunther, just to have the match there. He doesn't have to win. It'd be like Clash of Castle, Class of Castle, and Drew McIntyre in Roman. Class of. And Castle. then they have him. This is what I said last week. <laughs> Clash at the castle when it was Drew. And you Roman. said class, <laughs> class of castle, class of castle. Um, and then class you surpass castle. Hogan's legacy. Surpass, <laughs> surpass Hogan's legacy and then give Just, it to Cody in, at Survivor Series. <laughs> I feel like that's such a long time. It is, but like I said last week with the TV deals, Roman's probably the safer bet. Dude, guys, don't forget, we're, only, your, we're, your, we're only in Chapter 3 right now. <laughs> oh, my God. In three, in we're at the bottom of the third right now. There's only two outs. <laughs> We're only in the bottom of the third inning. We got we got seven. Or if they say that one more go. time, <laughs> they're like, That's "Now good. we're in the top of the fourth. We're in the top of the fourth. Um, we're in the top of the." But fourth that inning. does it for <laughs> that does it for WWE this week. Let's wrap up with Collision and Battle of the Belts nine. Are they just going to keep adding numbers? It's going to be like Battle of the Belts one hundred. I mean, I guess so. I've never liked the Battle of Belts. Nothing ever happens. Well, yeah, so it was made to be like a big deal, but now it's like n- literally nothing happens. No titles ever changed. Maybe like one time, I think, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, but... Yeah, that was at the very beginning, too. Um, so Adam Copeland defeated... He had another... Uh, the, he calls it the Cope Open, or the Copeland Coop? Open. The Cope Open. The Cope Open. Yeah, the Cope Open. Anyway, he defeated... Uh, Cope he defeated open. Lee Moriarty, so he's another match against a young, up and coming talent. And he said, to his defense, he said that this is 
you know, he wouldn't be where he was if he didn't have matches with the experienced guys when he first came into WWE and kind of did this yeah. for him. So there's because there's yeah. a lot of people complaining online and he defended it to make sense. Open open challenges are, I think, are always a good idea for a bit. It's something it gives. Different. Well, he said he said these young guys are not going to learn <clears throat> by being in the ring with other guys of the same experience as them. Yeah. Like, how are they supposed to get better unless they've been with someone? He's like, I'm hoping that five minutes they learned more with me than like multiple matches with other guys. That makes sense. So, good for him. Um, and then I'm just going to go straight to the main event. House of Black, all three members defeated FTR, who teamed with Daniel Garcia. Um, but afterwards, um, Daddy Magic came in the ring and they were beating on him a little bit. And then FTR and Daniel Garcia would uh, get chairs, which would scare out Buddy Matthews and uh, Malachi Black. But then they would end up hitting... Um, what's FTR's finisher called? I'm not exactly sure. Oh, come on. They pick him up. It's like a... I mean, a lot uh, of finishing moves, they pick him up. Pick him up and they, and they do uh, a code breaker to him. Well, they yeah, did. Like the they second, did a double person pickup. Yeah, they yeah. did a double uh, person pickup. Um, <laughs> God, now you know, it they, bothers me, dude. Because they they say it they all the time. Up. They pick him up and they put him on the mat. Right. Good. It's the Goodnight Express. <laughs> Was it always called that? I don't Is know. it? I mean, yeah, that's what it's saying here. It's saying it's called the Goodnight Express. <laughs> I guess so. Did you just throw that out of your ass, or did you actually remember it? I'm Jamie right now. I was looking it up for you. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, thank you, Jamie. Hey, J-Mo. Um, okay. Seven-star so collision, collision, though, would go. I don't know, man. I don't think that's a finisher move. I don't care oh, enough big anymore. Rig. The Mind Breaker, The Big Rig, Brain Buster. Anyone that's listening probably actually knows <laughs> and they're screaming right now. I don't know what's happening. Um, anyway, that's Collision, guys. Yeah, real fun. Uh, Battle of the Belts real quick, go through it. Ricky Starks and Big Bill retain their tag titles against Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho in a street fight. Sammy Guevara. Uh, Julia. Sammy Guevara. Uh, Julia Hart retained her title against Anna J. And then uh, Orange Cassidy retained against Preston Vance. Now, let's get into the TNA stuff. TNA, I think we talked about a little while ago, officially changed their name from Impact to TNA. And this was their first pay-per-view, I believe, under the TNA banner. And it was yeah. hard to kill. So at a hard to kill, a couple things happened. Um, starting with Dolph Ziggler, Nick Nemeth debuted um i guess you know we talked about him coming to new japan but yeah i think he officially signed a contract though with tna because those guys go back and forth but the actual yeah. show that and we talked about before how his new gimmick is called the wanted man i read today in an interview he said that after he left wwe he was getting Calls from multiple people saying they wanted him, so he was like, "Oh, I'm the I'm a wanted man." So that's where <laughs> that's him from. Uh, we also saw in the audience that 
her name is Age of Elegance now, which is god awful. Uh, formerly known as Dana Brooke, Age of Elegance sounds like a fucking perfume. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, and then up high, wearing hoodies, up high in the audience was Mercedes Monet. Mercedes Monet. That should be a sound. sound <laughs> Did they show them? Or is that people taking photos? I saw a picture. I saw yeah. a picture. I, I don't know if them, like, I, didn't, I didn't watch the pay-per-view. Okay. Um, but, guys, do... Is, is this... I hear that if you're not watching TNA, you're missing out. You guys I mean, seeing that too? I heard Hard to Kill. This pay-per-view was great. We could start watching it. How do you watch it weekly, though? Yeah, I know. You have to go to my my website, which I've put on here before. <laughs> I've been instructed not to say again. <laughs> really? My website. <laughs> Don't give out the secrets. Well, who told Don't you not to give trouble. it away? We did, Tim. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys, we should just keep. We're not promoting this on the podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, Tim, I mean, you had told me that because you listen to a lot of wrestling pods and keep up with it. Uh, do you heard people talking about TNA this past year? I mean, I've heard people say that it's gotten a lot better and that they're they're really trying to, like, turn things around. So seems like it's working. Okada was on the show um, in the following night or Two nights after, uh, Will Ospreay had a uh, a match that apparently was really good. Um, I don't know. We'll keep a as as the pod. We'll keep a lookout for them, and if it starts to kind of be must watch TV, maybe we'll uh, add it or fit it in somewhere. Yeah. Scrap AEW. A lot of yeah. shows to watch. <laughs> I already watch NXT, boys. I know. I'll start, I'll start a side pod called Booker Andy, where we talk about the shows that the boys don't want to watch. <laughs> Booker Andy. <laughs> side shows with Booker Andy. Side shows. <laughs> That's funny. But uh, that's all for today. Um, two weeks is the Rumble, January 27th. I can't wait for that. And, uh, of course, we'll be covering <clears throat> for that. I'm hoping that this is, again, the restart of all of us being here every week. Yeah, it feels good. I am the constant. Am <laughs> all right, the, Andy. Andy is like, Andy's like, Andy. <laughs> he's like Sting in WCW. <laughs> <laughs> He never left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, no, I'm glad to re- have you guys back. Well, yeah, we're happy to be back, and with the return <laughs> of me, because I'm so special. Um, I yes, felt, take us out properly. For, I, yeah. I, I felt that we could uh, close off with classic show of the week in the theme of what's going on lately. So I thought I'd go back to the prime of TNA, what I feel is the prime. So this pay-per-view is hard justice. 
2007. The whole thing is for free on YouTube in full. 2007. Yeah, 2007. So it's an interesting card because it's a it's a weird time. Um, it's kind of this in between phase. So some of the names you'll recognize, some of the ones you'll be like, "Wow, I didn't, I can't believe they were still wrestling during this time." So here we go. Opening match is Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt against Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley, uh, and Christer and Christopher Daniels. Uh, hang on, wait. Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt against Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley and Christopher Daniels and Senshi. So it's a triple threat tag match. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Kaz uh, Kazarian versus Raven. James Storm versus Rhino. The Latin American Exchange Homicide and Hernandez versus the Voodoo Kin Mafia, which is... BG James and Kip James, and uh, that is uh, the New Age Outlaws, but the names that they had to use in TNA. Uh, Bobby Roode against Eric Young. Uh, Chris Harris versus a guy named Black Rain, who I don't know, actually. Uh, The Steiner brothers, Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner against the Dudley Boys, Team 3D. Uh, uh, Yeah. Uh, Abyss, Andrew, uh, Abyss, Test, and Sting. Ooh, I love the Abyss. Yeah, Abyss. So Andrew Martin, who's Test, Abyss, Test, and Sting against Christian's Listen, Christian's team, which was Christian, AJ Styles, and Tomko. So kind of a weird cross. That's crazy. Tyson Tomko. It's a very fast TNA. So fascinating because it had so many different names from everywhere that you see now. So the main event yeah. of the Don't show. Don't you own some pay per view DVDs? Yeah, Sorry, I, I thought you were done. No, I got a, I got one more, but there, I got a bunch of TNA DVDs over there. Um, and the close out the night is uh Kurt Angle in his like, he's really in his prime here. So Kurt Angle versus uh Samoa Joe. Uh, angle. Perk yeah. angle. Perk, perk angle. <laughs> That's what I it was s- then. Yeah, and they go. Uh, it looks like they As go. As the kids uh, call them these days. <laughs> <laughs> they all it's, say perk angle was something else. <laughs> <laughs> the full match. The full That's match is doing that flip. 18 minutes and 34 seconds. So it's long. But wow. uh, hey, thank you all for long. joining us. Uh, for episode one fourteen, is that where we're at? Yeah, episode one fourteen. Correct. Yeah, we appreciate you. Can't believe that we've been uh doing this so long, but we love it, and uh, we will see you all next week. Go enjoy some wrestling. Watch Hard Justice two thousand seven. Watch TNA wrestling. Why not? That's what we're gonna do. All right. See you guys.